98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Officials say they've set no target for turnout in tomorrow's LegCo poll as they continue to call on Hong Kongers to vote. The man in charge of the election says he expects to see results out quickly, with counting finished on Monday morning. And New York becomes the latest place to report record COVID figures as the Omicron variant spreads. The Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs, Eric Tsang, has said that the government has not set a target for turnout in tomorrow's Legislative Council election, as he accused anti-China forces of trying to undermine the poll by calling for a boycott. Here's Wendy Wong. Speaking on a radio programme, Mr Deng said he had noticed some foreign forces had appealed to the people to cast blank votes while saying that a low turnout would mean that the new electoral system is a failure. He said the plot would not succeed, as whatever they did would not change the fact that Hong Kong is part of China and that our country is determined to restore the order in the SAR. Meanwhile, the Chief Secretary John Lee appealed to the public to vote to stop foreign agents and destructive forces from prevailing. Writing on his official blog, he said that people should choose an efficient legislature that could monitor and work with the government to build a better Hong Kong. The chairman of the Electoral Affairs Commission, Barnabas Fung, appealed to the public to cast their ballots. He said officials would strive to speed up the vote counting after the polling stations close at half past ten tomorrow night. We hope that the counting of the election committee constituents to begin and to finish the soonest. And then the counting in the 600-odd polling stations for the geographical constituencies. I hope that should finish by the morning. And the functional constituencies, all the ballot boxes from the different polling stations will be sent to the central counting station. We have streamlined the counting process and we hope that the counting will finish earlier than before. The U.S. state of New York has reported its highest daily number of coronavirus cases. It registered more than 21,000 yesterday, beating the previous record set in January. The top infectious disease expert, Anthony Fauci, warned of a looming surge in cases linked to the Omicron variant. We are now facing a very important Delta surge, and we are looking over our shoulder at an oncoming Omicron surge. Clearly unvaccinated individuals are really at a high risk of serious involvement, including hospitalization. So the bottom line of what we've been telling you all along, it is critical to get vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, it is critical for optimal protection to get boosted. The French Prime Minister Jean Castet has likened the spread of the Omicron variant to, of coronavirus to lightning as he announced new measures to slow its advance. Mr Castet said major public parties and firework displays on New Year's Eve would be banned. He recommended people tested themselves before getting together as the variant became more widespread. Si nous recensons déjà en France plusieurs centaines de cas, we already have several hundred cases in France, and we believe that this variant will spread very quickly until it becomes dominant from the beginning of 2022, as it already is in the United Kingdom, with over 90,000 cases recorded today. The French government will introduce a bill early next year to change the country's health pass into a vaccination pass. 
In another setback for Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson, the man he appointed to investigate whether Christmas parties at Downing Street last year broke coronavirus rules, has stepped down from the role. Simon Case, the country's top civil servant, is facing questions about an event in his own department last December. The unwelcome development for Mr Johnson follows a crushing defeat in a parliamentary by-election on Thursday. More details from the BBC's Nick Eardley. It's been confirmed that Mr Case will no longer oversee the inquiry into those parties. The Cabinet Office has put out a statement saying he didn't participate himself, but he did give a, a, a talk to some of those present at the end of his working day. But it just means that this uncomfortable story for Boris Johnson is just going to keep rolling on and it comes at the end of a torrid few weeks for the UK Prime Minister which have led many questioning his authority and how long he can stay in office. To the weather forecast, it'll be mainly cloudy and dry, cool in the morning. Sunny periods during the day with a maximum temperature of around 21 degrees. Forecasters say it'll be windy in the next few days and cool tomorrow morning. Currently, the temperature is 19 degrees Celsius with relative humidity at 55%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A white former police officer from the American state of Minnesota has given evidence at her trial on charges of manslaughter over the shooting of an unarmed black man. 20-year-old Dante Wright was killed during a traffic stop in April this year. Kim Potter broke down in tears as she insisted she'd mistaken her handgun for a taser. Miss Potter was also questioned by the prosecutor about events following the shooting. You didn't communicate what happened over the radio, right? No! You didn't make sure any officers knew what you had just done, right? No. You didn't run down the street and try to save Dante Wright's life, did you? No. The European Commission has expressed concern about a controversial media bill that was unexpectedly approved by the Polish Parliament. A Commission vice president said the legislation, which would limit foreign ownership of broadcasters, sent another negative single signal about the rule of law and democratic values in Poland. Critics say the bill is aimed at undermining a US-owned TV channel that's critical of the government in Warsaw. A group of Christian missionaries in Haiti who were freed on Wednesday after being held hostage for two months have left the country. The head of the US-based Christian Aid Ministries, David Troyer, said all 17 of the former captives seemed to be doing reasonably well. The youngest was a 10-month-old baby. Mr Troyer thanked the US government for its help in securing their safe return but made no reference to any ransom payment. He said the hostages needed time to recover from their experience. Although we are deeply relieved and rejoice greatly that the hostages are free at last, we realize their journey back to normal life has only begun. They and their families need your continued prayers, support, and encouragement. Please kindly allow the freed hostages and their families the space and privacy they will need as they recover from their two-month ordeal and resume their lives. To sport, and the Hong Kong Football Association has announced the appointment of a new manager for the SAR's senior team. Jorn Anderson will take over the role vacated by Michu Patelainen. Anderson was a prolific goalscorer in his playing career, becoming the first foreigner to lead the goalscoring charts in Germany's Bundesliga. He's managed in Europe and Asia, taking North Korea to two major regional tournaments. His most recent job was at South Korea's Incheon United. 
English Premier League football clubs will meet on Monday to discuss the escalating crisis around the coronavirus pandemic. With nine games postponed over the past week, including five already from this week's ten-match fixture list, clubs want the chance to discuss the options available. The Premier League has said it intends to carry on playing matches as long as it's safe to do so. The BBC's John Bennett has the details. It'll be basically a chance to talk about all the options they've got moving forward, including perhaps Thomas Frank's call for all the matches to be called off until one of the biggest days in the football calendar in English football, what we call the Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. But absolutely no sign of that happening as we speak. The Premier League said yesterday that they intend to carry on playing matches as long as it's safe to do so. And worth saying, there will be other issues discussed at that meeting as well. It won't just be about whether there should be a circuit breaker or not. Um, They'll be talking, for example, about rearranging the games that have already been postponed this week. The problems continue for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. The Gabon international striker remains unavailable for Arsenal, who play Leeds United tonight. Manager Mikel Arteta stripped him of the captaincy after a breach of discipline and dropped him for the previous two games. But Arteta remains unable to shed any light on when Aubameyang may return. I'm sitting here to try to make the right decisions every day. And uh, my only intention is that it's been challenging because those decisions are, are tough and not pleasant. Uh, but you have to do what, uh, what you feel is right. Tonight's other remaining game is Aston Villa at home to Burnley. To cricket, and in the second Ashes test in Adelaide, England started the third day on 17 for the loss of two wickets, replying to Australia's first innings of 473 for nine declared. England vice-captain Ben Stokes puts the loss of the opening two batters down to playing under lights in the day-night game. A short time ago, England were on 84 for two, about an hour into the day's play. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Officials say they've set no target for turnout in tomorrow's LegCo poll. They continue to call on Hong Kongers to vote. The man in charge of the election says he expects to see results out quickly, counting finishing on Monday morning. And New York becomes the latest place to report record COVID figures as the Omicron variant spreads. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Improve electoral system. Ensure patriots administering Hong Kong. RTHK reminds you that the Legislative Council general election will take place on December 19th. Remember to vote. And here we go, little Georgie Porgy kicking off the 2 o'clock hour. Sorry, 1 o'clock hour. Slow down, Michael Lance. You're listening to Radio 3.
got an hour full of requests. Aerosmith, Bad Religion, Asia, Baltimore, Beach Boys, Billy Joel coming up. First, this one's for you, John. Little Howard Jones, 1985. Here's Life in One Day.